What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, I know that that's probably not a popular stance that I took yesterday, but I don't care. I mean, I just, I don't understand why the the black-on-black violence doesn't get the attention that it deserves from black people. Um, and also... You know, what's this love affair with guns? And now you've got all these unstable, emotionally immature people who also now have guns all the time. And this proliferation of guns is not good. I have to imagine this is what it was like in the wild, wild west. You know, everybody just walked around with a gun on their hip. There's a reason why we evolved from that, but apparently that's just coming back. You know... So it's sad. It really is sad and disturbing. And I know the racial component is there with this latest mass shooting, but seriously, all of these shootings are disturbing. Anytime you feel like the only solution is to just pick up a gun and go hunt a human being down is a problem. We very well may be in like, you know, Game of Thrones or Hunger Games or something primitive and we didn't realize it. Because if people paid attention to the sheer volume of, of violence in between humans at this current day and age, you'd be disturbed. You know, but you glance at the newspaper, maybe. You don't watch the news because you really don't want to be inundated. And they don't really go into any dip, uh, deep detail about crime anyway. And then the only conversation we're having around crime is how to make it easier for the criminals. And we call that reform. There's something really, really broken. And we're just having these stunted half conversations about things because no one wants to unpack the difficult stuff. We leave the hard stuff in the box and take out the, you know, the things that are easy to assemble, you know. And as I've learned from Ikea, the stuff that's too easy to assemble is trash. It'll fall apart. It, I bought some shit in college and it was like, this thing ain't, it never did sit right. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, I'm just, it's just disturbing. And i and then you put the race thing on it, and you've got normally intellectually uh, balanced people that just go crazy. That's right, America's so racist, da-da-da. Okay, okay. But maybe this dude is also part of some movement that we need to be paying attention to that, if you can remove your emotionality around race, we can have a real conversation about it. But, but, you know, as long as the topic is on race, we're not going to get to the bottom of what the fuck's wrong with this kid or all of these people in these weird movements. The incel movement, that's still alive. The dudes who hate women because they can't get women, that's very much alive and thriving. And they hate women and do a lot of damage to women. And go out and kill people, too. Um, The Trumpies, the extremists. We live in a society right now that's very appealing to extremists because we don't pay attention to them. You know, America is just so bratty. If we don't like it, we just don't think about it. COVID, I ain't thinking about COVID. I'm tired of COVID. It's been two years of COVID. And now, you know, people just act like it never happened. Even though we've reached a million deaths. A million people have died from this. I remember when I was uh, a little kid, 
Like, nobody stopped talking about the AIDS crisis. I mean, I don't know how effective the coverage of it was, but people were genuinely appalled that people were dying from this like they were. And it was a death sentence to get it. It's not like it is today. People have these commercials and they tell you they got HIV and they are walking and smiling and living their best lives. Well, back in the late, late, no, early 80s, no one would say that. No one would even admit they had it. People would be wasting away in front of your eyes and they wouldn't admit they had it. It was traumatic and scary. And I was just a little kid. I didn't feel like I was at risk of getting it. But it was still like, oh, my God, people are just straight dying. And it was horrifying. Now with COVID, we've got a million people who have died from this thing. And America is just like, yeah, but I'm ready to get back outside. I'm ready to go. You know, and politicians, a lot of them are up for re-election. They're not going to do anything. So we're <laughs> you better get vaccinated. I don't know if I'm getting this third vaccine. I just, how many vaccines do we need? And I'm not, a, I don't know, I wasn't 100% anxious to get uh, vaccinated the first time, but I'm glad that I did, and I got the booster. But, I mean, it's like, I don't know how many vaccines are we going to need from this thing. And, uh, you know, it's just confusing. It's very, very confusing, and I don't blame Joe Biden. I blame the Democratic Party for not advancing a younger candidate. This poor fella. I mean, he just looks older and older every day. And the thing about the presidency is it ages you. I mean, you look at the president when they first get in office to when they get out, and the poor Joe is already approaching mummy stage, and he just looks more old and more decrepit every day. My mom, like, you know, my mom has memory issues. And she's like, that's our president? That's Biden? He showed us? Look old. And she's 85 calling somebody old. That cracks me up. She always calls people old. But anyway, I don't, uh, I don't know. I feel like we just have the weirdest things that we focus on here. And race will take the cake every time. And like I said, I'm so glad that the war in Ukraine is... I'm sorry that it's happening, but I'm glad they're all the same ethnic background or that's all we would talk about. I think the media makes it worse. I think people who consider themselves woke or conscious or progressive uh, make it worse because the constant victimization of black people has done nothing but infantilize us. You know, I was watching this thing the other day. I think it was on 60 Minutes and a, a family bought a historic home. And the first thing out of his mouth was the black guy who bought the house was, I didn't think they would sell it to me because we're in rural Virginia and I'm black. Like that's, that's why, why would you think that? If you have the money and you live down the street, this is 2022, chances are you'll be able to get the house if you have the money. You know, we're coming up, up on generations of people who, have had black friends, you know. Schools were desegregated and they made friends. They played football. They they were in the same bands, you know. We're we're past the generation of our parents. Like my my mom didn't really meet white people till she was working with them, and even she made friends with them, even though she was always like, you know, 
race was a very big thing in my mom's life and colorism. But I'll get on that in another podcast. But she'd always be like, well, that's my friend. And we walk every day at work and she's white. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> good to know, <laughs> you know. So I just think we have such a long way to go. And a lot of times we hold ourselves back, not just black people, all people. It's how we think that dictates our lives. And a lot of people just get held back by the way we think. I can't do it because I'm black. I can't do it because I'm a woman. I can't do it because I'm short. I can't do it because I'm overweight. I can't do it because I'm underweight. I can't do it because I don't have any money. Everybody has an excuse and a story that they tell themselves. And some of those, and some of some of the groups that populate America, have stories that they tell themselves, and they can't advance. And uh, it makes me sad because that was the whole point of America, right? You're supposed to be able to do whatever you want. You're free to worship how you wanted to worship, free to do all these different things. But freedom ain't really free, right? You know, some of us are locking ourselves up, is what I'm saying. So don't do that. Free yourself. Free your mind, and your ass will follow. I think that's courtesy. I can't remember. I think it's Parliament Funkadelic and also in vogue. <laughs> and another good piece of advice. This is really good. So get your ear close to the phone or whatever you listen to. Never trust a big button to smile. Fantastic advice. Please have an amazing day today. Be your best. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are truly, truly, truly amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, it's for real. It's really good advice. Never trust a big butt and a smile. <laughs>